Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cheryl Smith writing and rewriting history. First ever national title for Texas Tech. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Text Podcast. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And it is the first game of the 2022 Texas Tech football season. Ain't it glorious? Ain't it stupendous? Um, and so because of that, the gang is all here. The football preview gang that you've come to know and love over the years, previewing tech, previewing and recapping Texas Tech football games. So we started off. Week one, as Texas Tech plays Murray State in Jones AT&T Stadium. So with that, had to had to bring on the guys, starting with the producer extraordinaire himself, that is Dylan Smythe. What's up, Dylan? College football's back, man. I mean, we're, I'm literally watching Big Twelve football on a, on a Thursday night. You, you love to see it. You do the backyard brawl. It's been it's been a brawl. It's the Jeremy has right no idea that basket, that football's going on. He just gave me a look. Like, wait, there's football right now. Uh, I totally forgot, man. It's been busy. Yeah, backyard yeah, brawl. No, Jer- Jer- oh, it's a great game, Jeremy. You've really been missing out. It's such an incredible game. It's in the fourth quarter. By the time everybody listens to this, they'll know how the ending is. We don't know how the ending is going right now. It's just it's tie game in the fourth quarter. It's been fantastic. Uh, Ford Wheaton for West Virginia is the man at receiver. Um, so yeah, no, absolutely great. And we hope to hear about more great things from the tech side of things uh, come this Saturday, uh, seven o'clock p.m. on Big Twelve Now. Which, if you remember last year, Big Twelve Now sucked. <laughs> We had the worst announcers. Brandon Jacobs had like three of our games. I have no idea who it's going to be this Saturday, but um, <laughs> hopefully it's better. Uh, but what is your deal? Other than the fact that we're going to ha- probably have terrible announcers um, and have to switch over to uh, the, tech, the tech announcers on radio, uh, what are your initial thoughts for this opener, season opener for tech? 
Well, I was excited until you reminded me that we had Brandon Jacobs. How many times last season? Oh, that was so bad. Um, what 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 am I excited about? What am, what are my expectations? Um, you know, I, I expect to see maybe a couple quarterbacks play. Uh, I think that would be that would be ideal uh, in most Red Raiders minds. Um, you know, I expect uh, to see a defense. Um, you know, they should really, you know, talent wise, they should really stifle this opponent. So I'm expect I'm I'm hoping to see like some really, really strong defense. You know, it's the Joey Maguire brand, new defensive coordinator, you know, the brand is is defense. And Joey Maguire said it a few times. So I, I want to see some some just stifling defense. That's right. Take three defense, baby. What about you, Jeremy? What are you uh, excited for in game one? What are your what is uh, something to look out for? Hello, everybody. It's the people's champ here. I wanted to, uh, first of all, mention that we got uh, a new intro track. <laughs> Super. <laughs> what? So, all right, yo, time out, time out, time out. So this is week one, right? We got to get back into it. I completely did not introduce the one, the only, the people's champ that is Jeremy Gillen. I, that's my bad. That is my bad, Jeremy. Hey, man, I'll lift myself up. It's okay, Albie. It's okay. Uh, hey, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're getting into it, too, right? We didn't have a preseason. We've been we've been rolling this whole time. So that's that's my bad. It's right? me. We, we, we're here in football uh, season. We got a new look. We got a new intro track. Thank you, Dylan. Uh... Yeah, so this game, you know, I, I've been thinking about it for a little bit. You know what this game reminds me of? So there is a there is an element to this game that I'm actually kind of afraid of. Uh, Texas Tech loves to allow teams like this uh, with quarterbacks who have a lot of mobility, who are very young in their in their collegiate program, uh, to kind of make some plays and so murray state not a team to overlook i do like dylan's uh expectations and um you know positing like hey like this is this is joey mcguire's state like stance game like this if your your brand should be so obvious here like you should be able to dominate through the air you should be able to dominate with the running game and you sure as hell should be able to dominate defensively but i'm gonna say that you know we've had multiple games we've had teams like this in the past that have given us fits Oh really, Jeremy? There have been you mean to tell me there have been group of five teams that Texas Tech has barely beaten recently? Oh wow. <laughs> so yeah, as Jeremy is kind of alluding to, the last two years have not been fun if you're a Texas Tech fan. So really starting with that 2020 season where um Tech barely by the the uh uh, by the hair on our chinny chin chin, defeated Houston Baptist. Interesting who the offensive coordinator was for that game. Um, but barely beat Houston Baptist back in 2020. And then 2021, after what was a nice resounding win over U of H, came back to Lubbock and barely by the hair of our... And that was really a game I truly thought, we, we me and Dylan talked about it, thought we were going to lose against the Stephen F. Austin. And we barely pulled through. So... Back-to-back times where we barely beat FCS opponents. Dylan, please tell me it's not going to be the third year in a row where we're, we're stressed in the fourth quarter. I, I really hope not. I, I, there's a lot of reasons why it shouldn't be. But, you know, th- there were a lot of reasons why it shouldn't have been the, the years prior. And uh, Jeremy, Jeremy brought up a good point. 
while I'm not like particularly scared of this team, their quarterback is is a talented dude. He he's a physical guy. I think he had like five or six hundred yards on the ground last season. Uh, he's six. He he's Donovan Smith sized. Like he he's a mountain of a man. And luckily, our defense is you know practiced against a quarterback like him. But uh, yeah, the quarterback. There's certainly some potential there. He's young, but he's really talented. So, so let's get into it a little bit. That You kind of talked about DJ Williams, the quarterback that we're probably going to see for the Murray State Racers quite a bit. A big guy, athletic guy that can bull over. What are some of the guys on, on defense that you expect to really have um, – or what do you expect from the defensive side of things, Jeremy, going up against a guy like DJ Williams? Uh, of our defense? So I think that uh, – yeah, so I think that um, you know one of the key markers that we had problems with in the past – was giving uh, opposing quarterbacks too much time. And that's going to come down to pass rush. And we've been talking about in the defensive preview um, that the pass rush this year is exciting. Uh, it should be dominating. I mean, between Hutchins, uh, Bradley, uh, Tyree Wilson, and uh, fourth person who, I don't know if we actually talked about who the fourth person would be on the line. But there, there's a lot of... Uh, Philip Bleedy. Yeah, Philip Bleedy. It would be an opportunity... Um, there should be a lot of pressure on the quarterback, right? We should be pushing him out of the pocket. We should be pushing him out of the comfort zone and forcing him to play, you know, a game above what he's used to playing. Like it shouldn't be give him time to pick out the receiver that's open because, you know, as good as defensive backs as you can have, if you give somebody, we've talked about, oh God, it feels like a broken record. You know, you give a quarterback, you know, eight seconds, nine seconds, 10 seconds. If you give them a longer time, somebody's going to be open. Like it's just the inevitability of it. It's mitigating that, and I think that starts up front at the, with the pass rush. So, uh, Dylan, another some of the other guys that really performed for Murray State last year that we're going to see a little bit more this year, uh, starting off with our running back, DeMonte Witherspoon. He was our leading rusher last year. He's back for another season. Um, as well as last year, Lamartez Brooks was their leading receiver, almost 500 yards receiving through the air. But this was really a team that brew, was a bruising team and really used that O-line and used that brute force to push it uh, to go down the field. I mean, are you expecting, like Jeremy kind of alluded to, kind of having that D-line go after the quarterback, but are you also expecting that front seven to really hold up the run game? I think, well, obviously, I think that's going to be Murray State's plan. They're going to come out of the – out of the gates just trying to run the ball um and, and so i think i do expect the the front seven to be all to be able to hold up their offensive line while they are absolutely massive i don't know if they, they don't seem particularly talented to me that they, they gave up a bunch of tack uh, a bunch of sacks last season but just for one second this offensive line is like every single one on this offensive line is uh, over 300 pounds and they got like two six five like three ten Anyways, their offensive line is massive, but I do think, um, despite that, our our offensive line is or our defensive line, our front seven, is, is going to be able to hold up. But I think a lot of it's going to come down to the linebackers. Um, I kind of snubbed them in the season preview. I said I didn't know who they were. Um, it's not entirely <laughs> true, but I do think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for linebackers to come and make tackles against these running backs, and hopefully that causes them to want to throw the ball a little bit and maybe we can get a turnover or two. Take three. 
I'm about to say, y'all, y'all are acting like the secondary is just going to be back there, you know, being able to play cards, play chess. It's going to be a game where the front seven's doing all the work. Like, you know, it's like Adrian Fry and the Rabbit are just going to be playing rock, paper, scissors the whole evening. Like, is it really going to be primarily uh, uh, Jeremy, really primarily the front seven doing all, doing it all while the secondary hangs back? Or are we going to be able to see those? Man, turnovers? I'm really interested to see how Murray State is, is game planning this, right? I mean, you're, you're coming in, you're coming in as a school who's going to get a lot of money from this game, right? But you want to be able to utilize this game as an opportunity to test out, you know, what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses of your team against quality opponents. And if I'm game planning this Texas Tech offense, first of all, you have no idea what you're going up against, right? We just named a quarterback one, but you know that you've got other quarterbacks in the wings, uh, you've got good running backs, but then again, this team has just hired a very predominant passing uh, offensive coordinator, and it's like, yeah, we'll use what tools we have, but you've seen his tape, right? And all he, you know, he passes the hell out of it. So it's like, okay, well, let's 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 play for the passing game, or um, you know, let's 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 be prepared for this. And then on the defensive side of things, or excuse me, on their offensive game plan, it's you know, man, Texas Tech gives up a lot through the air. And I think that there's a there's a willingness there to say we can do that too, and that's the thing that's gotten us in trouble with teams like SFA and Baptist is uh, people just saying you know what we can pass it too, and so I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on our D. De- I think actually most of the pressure in this game is going to be on our defensive backs. I think that what I was trying to say is that the most effective part of our defense will be or should be the pass rush. You know, being able to alleviate some of that stress from the defensive backs because I trust the guys that we have back there right now to play good football for the first five seconds, right? To be on top of them and to be playing their assignments. It's the longer that play develops is the, is the more complicated it becomes and the more susceptible you make yourself to, um, you know, the, the big, like the big, giving up big plays or mistakes like that, letting, you know, letting the seams open up. Um, and that, you know, that really falls into the responsibility of the pass rushers to help Help our defensive backs, man. Um, but I'm really interested to see how Murray State's trying to game plan this thing. So you, you Jeremy, that's a, a great segue to looking at our offense, right? So this Murray State defense, um, you were talking about some of the big guys we have in O-line, Dylan. We got some big guys on D-line too, some big, big athletes on D-line um, and defense as well. Uh, is there anything, anybody that scares you on that side of the ball or anything that you want the tech offense to kind of run and, and, and showcase against the racers? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to do like research on individuals, uh, when it comes to SES teams, but, I, uh, they're, they're starting linebackers, kind of the anchor of their defense. I'll let Jeremy tell you his name. Um, but you look at their, their defensive line, they actually, they ranked first in their conference for sacks. They got 87 sacks last season. So not while I'm not particularly worried about it, I think we should be able to hold up to them talent wise. I think as a, if we're going to play three quarterbacks, you would like to keep them all upright, right? You know, we talk about Texas tech hasn't had a starting quarterback finish the season. None of us can figure out how long, but in a long time. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I think the expectation is just keep your quarterback clean, run the ball, play with your weapons, you know, kind of see what, test out what you got. Let's see what you got. Play with your weapons indeed. So, we, I mean, as we know, it's the first game of the season. Unfortunately, the last two years when we played an FCS team, we weren't able to cycle through some of the players that we expected to see and we wanted to see. Um, 
if we do get the opportunity and it's not as close of a game as we hope, who are some depth pieces, Dylan, that you hope to see in this game on the offensive side of the ball? Let's just go real wild with it. Um, a true freshman to make the, the depth chart, Koi Eakin. Um, seems to be some some smoke. Seems to be some smoke there. True freshman on the depth chart. Um, I, I hope to see at least he returns a punt or a kick maybe. He's listed uh, there on the depth chart too. That would be really fun. Um, your boy Cameron Valdez is not available for this game because that would have been a fun answer. Um, so maybe we'll see some Bryson Donnell, which was a surprise to a lot of people on the depth chart. And, uh, uh, it'd be really fun to see the tight ends play. I'm going to steal what Jeremy's hopes and dreams here. Um, the tight ends, Henry Teeter listed as the number one tight end, big surprise on the depth chart there too. Uh, let's see all the tight ends. Let's put them all three on the field at the same time. Ooh, oh, big power package from the air raid. The big OC. boys, the big boys. You, you a wild, put you in, a wild boy, Dylan. Put in all three tight ends and Donovan Smith, and just see what happens. Man, you was, the defensive okay. coordinator would be sweating. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I'm in game planning, air raid, all off season, <laughs> just for y'all to come in a power. What's wrong? What's going on here? Uh, this is terrible. All right, Jeremy, what about you on offense, depth pieces that you expect to see, um, that you want to see in this game? And, again, we're talking hopeful. We're <laughs> praying we get to see some depth pieces. We are praying we get to see all three quarterbacks. But who else are you yeah, hoping man, to see? Yeah, man, so I think well, – let me actually tap back on the uh, on the uh, defensive side for Murray State. Somebody Dylan was alluding to is uh, linebacker Eric Sumata, who is uh, operationally a, a Dakota Allen of their team. Um very much a big piece, like very much the captain, the big piece of their defensive unit. He's the guy who last season he had 77. It's a team high, 77 tackles. Uh, he he is like he's the glue that's going to hold this Murray State Racers team together this year. And I think they're going to be looking towards him to make a lot of big plays to get that energy going to try to, to disrupt like you know a broken pass will go a long way with this defense kind of thing. So I think Eric's gonna I think Sumato's going to make try to be making that difference for Murray State on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, as it goes for offense. Um, man, run the gambit. Like I, we have so many receivers and like quote unquote receivers who are listed on the depth chart. It's like, man, just let's just toss. Let's be tossing the ball to everybody. This is an opportunity for you to try out the the, the deeper receivers on your who you're like, yeah, they, they they got hands, but how they operate in the game. Hey, this is the opportunity. Put them up there. Uh, I I want to see maybe your ones and twos for the first quarter. And if it's going really well, dump them. See, like uh, like Dylan was saying, like this should really just be clinical, uh, ideally, right? This shouldn't be another SFA. This should be clinical. We should be able to keep the quarterbacks upright. We should be at least uh, uh, mitigate sacks and things like that. I want to see the length of this depth chart. And, you know, Henry Teeter ending up at TE1. You joking me? All right, well, I would like to see uh, Baylor Cup coming out of third string. That would be exciting. Um, you know, stuff like that. Like, let's let's see the litany of, of this team that you've been able to see, you know, all off, all through the practice here. Like, let, let us get a little view of what, you, what you've been, what the coaching staff has been able to look at. But y'all on these tight ends, bro, I tell you. Man, it's the future. Are, it is the future. Yeah, yeah, y'all are all Wait, over. We haven't had one uh, since Jason Morrow. Now we have three, okay? Let us let us live. Let us dream, I, man. Hey, y'all, y'all got it. Um, I will say, as far as as far as depth pieces, I love the Koyi can pick. 
Absolutely love that one. Uh, that's a good one. Nehemiah, Mar- Nehemiah Martinez is actually another one, another name that I heard was doing pretty well in camp, and he is. You know, I love that wide position. He is kind of the Miles Price backup, if you will. Um, and then also Trey Cleveland. Big body, big boy can kind of reach it at the highest point. I want to see him. I, you know, I, I would love to see him, especially in the red zone, uh, get some pieces. I like the, the the shout out when it comes to Brian Donnell as well. And then as we, I expect, regardless of whether it's a blowout or a close game, we're going to see a lot of defensive pieces. A lot of defensive pieces continually cycling in, continually cycling in and out. And so we're going to see virtually every single person that you saw on the two deep in the defense. I expect to see play. Whether we're winning by a touchdown or five, I expect to see play. Uh, if we're winning by five touchdowns, that's fantastic. Oklahoma State just put on a clinic where they were up by like five touchdowns at halftime. Um, so go ahead, Dylan. As I say, something I'm really excited to see. You mentioned the defense cycling players in and out. I'm, I'm a I'm excited to see how multiple this defense is, right? We, we really don't know what, what's our primary formation going to be. I think we have a pretty good idea, but we don't know, you know, percentage-wise, how, how often we're going to flip to different formations and things like that. So, that honestly, this is probably what I'm looking forward to the most is seeing what, what is our defense lined up in most of the time? What's it look like? Yeah, I mean, so uh, I'll tell you this. Um, DeRuder, is a, he's a quiet one. He's a quiet one. He's definitely kept things close to the vest, right? And so that is definitely uh, something that I am I'm, – I'm also curious or interested about that as well. One thing I'm never interested about is Price Picks. New sponsor alert. Uh, shout out to Price Picks, the new sponsor for Tortillas and Takes. And what's great about Price Picks is that um, for all of you people that love to bet, Right, we love to bet. We in the new age of betting, new world of betting. But Prize Picks is a little bit different, right? It's the easy, legal way to play daily fantasy. You, this is what you do. You go on Prize Picks. You pick about two to five players, and you do an over under on their projections. Right? You you can win up to ten times on any entry. So you pick, and so unfortunately. Unfortunately, this week, Tech Murray State is not on the week on there, but I guarantee you next week, Tech U of H will be. So take a look at it. Go crazy for one weekend. You can actually, they, they have some uh, dollar matching here for week one. Go crazy. See what other games are out there. Unfortunately, it's a little bit too late for the backyard brawl, but see some other games. Look at it. Uh, A&M got a nice little game going on this weekend if you want to do that one. Just see what's, what's going on there. Do, play with it. And then by next week when Tech's playing Uovation, we are on there. You can say, all right, Shuck, over 300 yards passing. I see that. All right. Uh, uh, Brooks, over 100 yards rushing. Or, you know, uh, uh, defense, under 200 total yards. Right, shit, let me tell you something. Defense goes under 200 total yards. Uh, not only are you winning money, but we're all going crazy and we're using that money that <laughs> we're using the money that you win on prize picks to get all types of alcohol and Jeremy's lottery ticket, right? And so, uh, for you, all right. And so make sure that when you do sign up, you get that instant, you will get match up to $100 when you use our promo code that is Tortillas12. That is Tortillas12. And you will get up to $100 match using Price Picks. That's just free money, baby. Right. We just gave you a free hundred dollars and actually gave you even more than that because you're about to do over 300 yards for Tyler Shuck next week. So that is prize picks at prizepicks.com. Make sure to sign up. And there's an app. There's an app on the iPhone as well. So um, tell them tortillas and take sent you. Now, as we look to week one, right, I want you to give me play one player now. 
All right. So, Jeremy, I'll start with you. One player that you expect to have a dynamite game on offense. One player on offense you expect to have a dynamite game. We can ride him into the sunset, into a blowout. Who you got? Taj Brooks, baby. It's Taj Brooks. It's, ta- it's Taj time. It is Taj time. He has been ready and rearing to go. Um, I think that Taj Brooks is exceptionally ready for this season. Last season, certainly having a a great season when he's healthy and just an opportunity here to really get started. Uh, Good, you know, really get good stats. Pad the stats early here, as it were, against Murray State, who, you know, okay. You know, this is an opportunity for you to blast, blast the, Blast them into the past, right? And get some get some good yardage. And so I think Todd Brooks is we're gonna take advantage of this. Dylan, who you got? Offensive player that's gonna gonna kill it for you. Oh man, it's so I hard. Feel like to Jeremy just took your, your person. No, not not quite. Um I because I'm hoping he doesn't play I'm hoping he doesn't play much. And and so that's why I'm thinking it's gonna be hard to pick. Um I'm hoping Todd Brooks plays one quarter and he's done. Shut it down. Um so I'm trying to think of someone who might be playing more. Um, Baylor Cup being third on the depth chart. It's all or, or. So he's not technically third, but you have to pick an order, right? So him being third, air quotes, on the depth chart means he's going to get the ball. He's There's going to be plenty of opportunity for Baylor Cup. And I think if he's out there against second stringers, forget about it. Donovan Smith to Baylor you- Cup. Mm. You guys and these tight ends. I, t- yeah. I tell you, this is going to be the bane. I I already know what this 2022 season is going to be about for this group, <laughs> for the three of us. It is going to be you two and the tight ends versus me and the receivers, right? So, all right, Miles Price, I know you already listened to the podcast. I know this. Koi Eakin, Brady Boyd, just know I'm on y'all's side, all right? I don't know what these two guys, these yahoos are talking about here, right? And so um, it's only right after I do all that, uh, I got to pick a receiver now, right? So I'm going to go ahead and say that Miles Price has such an amazing first half Right, and he can ride off into the sunset at halftime. Uh, that he goes over 100 yards in the first half, and then we, then the ball gets spread around as as the game goes. Um, but uh, uh, so defensively, though, who is who's the? I mean, it, it, this one's a little, much harder. You're talking about it being hard because of the thing. I think I already said. I think there's going to be a lot of rotations on defense. I mean, is there a guy that really shows up and shows out, Dylan? Oh boy, yeah, that, that one's it's even tougher to pick. Uh... Let's uh let's let's throw to Kobe Miner, the sophomore cornerback. He's wearing Luke Siegel's number, number three, the chosen number. There's gonna be some magic. Lubbock's gonna be electric. He's gonna do it. All right, you really just uh looked at the depth chart and just picked a name, picked the first settled, name you saw the yeah, game. Not the yes. first no, the first yeah, kind of. <laughs> I was I was like, oh, he's got the number. Yeah, he's doing it. Yo, no beef, no beef to Kobe Miner. He he's definitely a player that's gotten a lot better. We haven't talked about Kobe Miner once in previous seasons. That's true, man. And he's been listening, and now it's his time. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Every tackle, he's like, yeah, take that TNT. Hey, anyways, Jeremy, who's who's your guy? He's giving him the TNT tattoo. Put him to the ground. Um, man, it's it's not hard for me. It's got to be Krishan Merriweather. I think that, you know, we've been talking a lot about this linebacking crew being probably the weakest unit on the defense and not necessarily in skill or anything. Just we don't know anything about them. Uh, we know that Krishan Merriweather somehow went from being a brick house to a brick mansion. Um, and now it's like, 
what are you going to do with that, man? And so I think the big thing for us is, or big thing for this defense is that linebacking crew has got to be a, has got to continue to be a dominant voice on the field. And Krishan Mayweather, you got the size, come in with it, uh, with the stats. Like come in and show us some against this team. You should dominate. Um, what was it? I was reading earlier on Twitter. Uh, I think Jalen Hutchins has a lot of clothes. Did you guys see what I tweeted about earlier? Somebody was like, man, Jalen Hutchins got a lot of clothes. Uh, something, uh, Saxon Souls. Oh, <laughs> Lord Almighty. Um, but I think that ultimately, you know, Kershaw Mayweather has to be the one this game that is showing out, um, at least for the dignity of the linebackers as a whole. Lord Jeremy Almighty just happened to indeed. see a better name first, okay? I am not looking at the depth chart. This has been on my mind. <laughs> no, ever since Jeremy saw Sax, he did, did, came up with Sax and Soul. He's soul. like, yeah, I'm talking that about That wasn't me. It was somebody else on Twitter. It's stuck in my head. It's so good. I'm talking about this on the pod, baby. I'm, I'm bringing this back up. Second I get my entryway, I'm bringing it up. Better believe it. <laughs> so, uh, I listen, I think if for Tech to have a really good game tomorrow, for us not to be stressing in the fourth quarter, we got to be a take-three defense. All right? I'm, I'm all for what y'all are saying when it comes to the front seven. Uh, but I think that front seven is just going to help have uh, uh, Williams throw the ball in the air and throw it like he just don't care. Um, so I, uh, I, I I take three defense. And with that, I'm going to give it to the Rabbit. He's playing free safety this year. He's out. He he can kind of – the 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 ball, when the ball floats, the Rabbit will be there. So for any, any – um, any situation where DJ Williams is throwing that ball up high and the ball's susceptible there, uh, hopefully we have a situation where Rashad and, and Adrian are walling some of those receivers off and the ball's in the middle of the field and the rabbit can get it at that free safety position. So that's that's the guy who I am going to say gets at least one interception. Rabbit starts the year off with at least one interception. There is my uh, guy and my uh, the, the official first Albie take of the year. Albie prediction of the year. So with that being said, let's go for the second Albie and Dylan and Jeremy prediction of the year. What's the score, Dill? Does Tech win? And if they do, what is the score? 49 to 10. The Red Raiders come out hot. Red Raiders coming out hot. Like, hey, Matt Joe Matt McGuire. Matty McGuire. What what name is that? Joey McGuire. Joey McGuire has like ignited this fan base. The Jones is going to be rocking. I think there's going to be really, really good energy in there. I think it's going to be pretty wild. Uh, I'm expecting. I, I while I don't have high hopes for this team's season, I have high hopes for this game. I, I do not think it's going to be the FCS uh, scare game of the season. I have high expectations. I think the energy in Lubbock is going to propel this team to a butt whooping of Murray State. Great pick, Dylan. I I uh channel my inner leader Lee Corso here. Great pick, Dylan, because I was thinking 45 to 10. And uh I, I'm on the, you know, so McGuire had his as we'll publish this on Friday. So McGuire had his Rudy's barbecue, you know, the the thing that they do before game day or before, you know, on Thursdays or whatever. And he said one of the most memorable quotes of that thing was, you know, <clears throat> hey, come out tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Or come out, you know, Saturday night, seven o'clock. Be there, be loud. We're gonna like you'll be proud of us, I promise you. And I'm like, dang, you know, we've been soaking up Joey McGuire charm all summer, and somehow he still has enough in the tank just to continue to press it. Like I don't even get a chance to be like, well, maybe not. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think 
I don't think with the momentum behind this team right now, and from what I, what I understand, the out like the uh, projected um, turnout for the game, I don't think Murray State's going to have an opportunity to take the wind out of our sails. I just don't think that's going to be there. So forty-five to ten, I feel like that's reasonable. Forty-five to ten from Jeremy. <laughs> Forty-nine to ten from Dylan. Not so fast, my friends. Um, that's really just because of the league course. So no, Texas gonna win the game. Uh, Texas, Texas gonna win the game. Like, so hold on a second for those of y'all that already threw your phone in the ocean because you can't believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Tech will win the game. Um, I just don't think it's gonna be that big of a blowout. Listen, I we've been sh- we play FCS team. We've been stressed for a little bit now, um, but I do think it's not gonna be as stressful as the last two years. I'm actually gonna go ahead and say, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe not too off. It's 38 to 20, right? So that's still a, it's a three score game, right? Um, three score game. Maybe we get a touchdown in the fourth quarter to really put it away. That at the very least, I think is enough to get maybe Donovan Smith to play late in the game. Um, and so, yeah, a three-score game. Murray State plays us tough. We have a real test to start the season. Probably not a test that Tech fans want to be a test in Murray State. But they're also a team that ended last year with three straight wins, right? Excuse me. Three straight wins. DJ Williams is really starting to catch on towards the end of the year um, when they, quote-unquote, found their quarterback. And so, I, you know, I, I can't just say this is going to be a blowout, right? As much as I would love it to be, I'd love it to see a situation where Chuck, uh, uh, Smith, and Morton get playing time. Where everybody we saw in the two deep that was released get playing time. Where Kobe Miner comes out and he's the star of the defense. I'd love that. I just don't think that actually happens. I do think the backups get in, but it won't be till the fourth quarter when we're up by the three scores that I'm predicting us to be up by. 38 to 20. Um, not as bad as the last two years, but still not the blowout that we would love to see. But, you know, who knows? Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Usually not, though. But um, <laughs> for men's sports, Jeremy, for men's sports, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um, before we get off of it, I'd be remiss if I did not bring up. So I got a message over um, a couple days ago during our season preview. We forgot, I forgot to say Kenzie's season prediction. So I got Kenzie's season prediction. Right here. She said she didn't want to come on the podcast because, uh, you know, when it comes to men's sports, she lets them. She said when it comes to men's sports, y'all can blow up about it. I'm going to be here. You miss girl power and promote the women's sports. And I respect that. Um, but she did have a prediction and it was this. Um, and I quote, <clears throat> I've had my heart broken too many times to predict anything higher than four wins for the tech football season this year. Um, if we get every bounce. And stay totally healthy. Six is an absolute ceiling. And then I said, so you mean when the apocalypse happens? And she said, basically. So <laughs> uh, that's this Kenzie Garcia. That, was, that is her prediction uh, right there for the Texas Tech football season. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, anything else you want to say to the people before we get off? Uh, football's back. Football's back. And apparently there's a Big 12 game going on right now as we're recording. Pitt, uh, Pitt just getting a pick six against West Virginia late in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Mayhem. It's back, baby. Mayhem is back. I cannot wait to wake up Saturday morning to that wonderfully semi-cringy uh, college game day tune. Our favorite people, a cup of coffee or beer or whatever. And just get ready, you know, because this is going to be a wild season. That's right. 
cup of coffee, cup of cup of coffee, morning beer, anything you want. Um, Dylan, anything you want to say to the people? Get me out of here, man. I'm trying to watch this football game. I'll say this. Let me say something. Dylan just had the cleanest slide into his really seat. Did. I think I've ever seen. This is my Chris Collins, um, my best was, Chris Collinsworth. That's why we're doing video. That was fantastic. People. That's why we're doing video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. So I got nothing else. I also want to go watch the rest of this backyard, bro. So for Jeremy, for Dylan, this is Albie, and you have been listening to Tortillas and Takes Podcast, part of the 1012 Network and the official podcast for Ray Raider Sports. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.